0: Uh oh. Uh
1: oh. Does everybody know what time it is? Home and Podcast Time.
2: That's right. Benford Tools is proud to present a Home Improvement Podcast. My name is Adam, and you all know my co host, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Adam. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the robot. Uh, we were just talking about how, how bad the pilot episode of Home and Podcast was and, and how Jordan sounded like a robot, and uh, he's he's continuing on. I've... Is this another new character like Grandpa?
1: <laughs> you don't you don't want me to bring oh, on Grandpa. Oh, man, keep Grandpa out of this. I'd rather I mean, I'd rather hear a Robot. The biggest like hidden secret behind Home and Podcast is I am actually AI, mm-hmm. and I'm becoming more and more Alan sentient Iverson? as... Well, both. The an, the an, that's my nickname, yeah. the answer. Uh, but I'm becoming more sentient as we move along in the podcast, so I, I've got a little bit more of the human mannerisms down now.
2: Just a little bit more. Uh, but you,
1: not, you Not too you much. You could have fooled me, man.
0: <laughs>
2: How you doing today,
1: pal? I'm doing... Hey. <laughs> Don't call me all pal, right, buddy.
2: Right. I'm doing well. How are you, Adam? Uh, Doing well, yeah. Uh, I feel like it's been a while since we recorded,
1: you said three weeks, and I think you're lying. Yeah, like I said, nobody can really know for sure.
2: Uh, we're coming off the firing hot, funny, funny, funny episode, uh, The Longest Day. So, uh, yeah, it's a shame to have to you know, get down to something more somber with Mr. Wilson's opus today, but we'll do our best.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we can recover from that last episode, but we will try. Sure. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm also very excited two things have me excited one you had you said you have a special story for me <laughs> just for you turn do you turn want to start the there? mics all right all right all right uh, saving this one for no, home and podcast about, after dark yeah this
2: is for home podcast after dark it's real sensuous no i want to talk about the uh, the vulture interview first so uh all we right. spoke uh, you interviewed a
1: bird <laughs>
2: what? stop Jeez, I wish we were a robot because you wouldn't say things like that. Uh, I don't know, remember if it was last week or two weeks ago when I talked about Pen Fifteen. I think it was last week, um, but either way, yeah, that seems right. Sure, sounds about right. Uh, and this is the the coming of age comedy on Hulu where Richard Karn plays the father of uh, Maya Erskine. Uh, but uh, the show's been pretty well received, and uh, Vulture did a a nice little Q and A with Richard Karn. It's entitled Richard Karn on Pen Fifteen: Teen Awkwardness. In a potential home improvement reboot. Ooh, that last bit is pretty juicy. Oh man, I'll say it's juicy. And uh, Jordan, we both read the article, and uh, I found it. Uh, I found it to be quite nice. Yeah, the car man is. Is uh, he's he's kind of he's hitting the mainstream again for a bit. Uh, not to, about time. Not to say he was ever gone, but he's talking about. Um, you know something I didn't know about the show is that uh, so he plays uh, the father of of Maya er- Erskine. I wish I was. I wish I knew if I was saying it right. Um, but her real-life mother is playing her mother on the show, so uh, he, you know, it's, it's kind of an interesting position to find yourself in, playing the fictitious father to a, a real mother-daughter combo. So he talks a bit about that, uh, and he says that he was cast because her real father was a, a jazz uh, in a jazz fusion band He looks just like Richard Karn. So that was that was an interesting uh, thing. But uh, Jordan, what'd you get out of this before we talk
1: about the home improvement of it all? Well, two things before we get down too much. This is written by Ray Raman. Mm want to give him a yeah, shout out sure. and the picture that they have at the start of the article is awesome he's like <laughs> looks like he was maybe in like a golf tournament or something yeah. but his pants are so psychedelic yeah and, and then his then, shirt is the same color as his face which is to say <laughs> peach <laughs> so it's a good it's a good look there this by uh tara zambia and getty images mm-hmm. so glad they got that in there but Yeah, it's an interesting article. Um, They talk about Steely Dan because on the show he is in a Steely Dan cover band. Mm -hmm. Uh, Favorite Steely Band song?
2: I don't know any of them. Sorry.
1: Uh, Are you reeling in the ears? I I don't don't know them by name. Edit that out. Uh, Ask me again. (laughs) Just kidding. No, I I don't know any by name either, but I know a couple by sound, and that's probably my favorite. But... Uh, what I thought was interesting before you get towards the end is, you know, this show being a coming-of-age show, they talk a little bit about how Richard Karn grew up, what was he like in mm-hmm. school, uh, you know, did he go through some of the things that are experienced on this show, you know, his nostalgia versus the nostalgia on the show, mm-hmm. which is set in the year 2000, Yeah. so that's a little bit different. So, yeah, they, they cover a wide range of things. What do you think the Karn man was like in high school, is my question. Um, Coolest cat on campus, 100
2: Yeah, lady killer, uh, athlete. Probably. I mean, we know he's not a musician because in this he says he played something at seven and, and then quit. But yeah, definite lady killer. Uh, BMOC, big man on campus.
1: Uh, at, he's probably like building all the parade floats and stuff too. Okay, he's, he's just kind of the
2: parade floats, Jordan. He is an athlete, but he also likes to write papers.
0: <laughs> so
1: he's one of those uh... types. Yeah, he's kind of got it all. Yeah. he's he's you can't like pin him down. He's three dimensional. He's got lots of sides to him. He's he's kind of like an onion, you know. he has got layers.
2: Uh, yeah, for sure. I, and like I, I mean, like I said, the best way to say is BMSC, Big Man on Campus, or BM. Mm. No, <laughs> never mind. Big Man on cards, Is that anything? <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, no, nope. good thing you moved past yeah, it quickly. So, uh, yeah, we get to the end and a couple of home improvement references throughout before the final questions. But uh, there's a question about his favorite drummer. And he uh, mentions Inagata DeVita, which is uh, pretty pretty prominent in an early Home Improvement episode. Don't ask me which one, but it's Uh, one of those
1: flying sauces. Yep, there you go. You know, you're you're an expert on this show. I also thought it was interesting, he mentioned Ringo a couple of times, and we just had that a couple episodes ago.
2: Yeah, I liked in this episode how Randy made a Julia Childs joke, but they didn't know who Ringo (gasps) was.
1: I was just going to say, I wrote down... I mean, we're going to get to that. I said, there's no way that Randy knows who Julia I, yeah, is. Yeah, that's absurd. All
2: right, so getting towards the end, um, talking about the year 2000, the interviewer asked what the year 2000 was like for Richard Carr. He talks about home improvement ending and, um, you know, what, Y2K. Y2K, and that was pretty interesting. <laughs> um, they get... Another question is... Uh, talking about the characters in the show growing up with Home Improvement and whether or not they asked him about it and he said that Mm -hmm. one of the things he likes about Home Improvement is that it it is very popular with a certain generation and people did grow up with it and it influenced them um there's a JTT poster in someone's bedroom
1: that's a cool little yeah for sure
2: for sure and the last you know there's a couple other ones but the last question last questions are about a reboot and uh Jordan I texted you about
1: this but uh, shocking. This is a shocking revelation is, uh, that we're about I to surp-
2: detail. I, mean, I, I was surprised, but uh, so Karnman says great strides are being made. Tim Allen wanted to reboot Last Man Standing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he said we'll see what people have in store. It'll be interesting to see. Um, Tim's Tim thinks a great jumping off point would be to have everyone meet at the funeral. Sounds familiar, Jordan. Who who? Hmm. Where, where, that, where did that come from? Oh, I don't know. Uh, our home improvement uh, reboot script. Weird.
1: If they if they write that, we're gonna have to file a, a copyright claim. That would be awesome if they did, and uh, I
2: probably would do that. Um, no, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, I mean, like, will you know? Obviously, Earl Hindeman has passed away, so I guess it is a logical way to get everybody to meet up. But uh, I was shocked to see that because, yeah, I mean, that's. Uh, that's how our our uh, reboot starts, so I don't know'm I'm not I'm not, call, I'm not uh, saying collusion uh, occurred or anything like that, but I'm not saying it didn't.
1: All I know is that Carmen Finestra had that script <laughs> see,
2: <laughs> see <laughs> if you'll be hearing from my lawyers
1: uh, that's all I know also did did we make the Karn man a contractor What did, what did you do with him? I forget
2: he owns a shop like a handyman shop. Kind of place.
1: Okay, well, that's not quite the a same. Handyman but...
2: shop kind of place. <laughs>
1: mm, yes,
0: <laughs>
2: that's the name I of it. Right? I see It's better written than that. Um, mm-hmm. And then yeah, you know, he goes into talking about like Wind Dancer and Disney and needing to rectify or whatever. And
1: man, I don't know what's going on there, but everybody we talk to <laughs> says that. Everybody knows about it, so it's it's a big deal. And uh, they they, I mean, I think we all need to come together. And it starts with Windancer and ABC. I
2: mean. You know, I don't know if you've seen Rocky IV. Jordan, have you seen Rocky 4
1: It's been a long, long time. Okay, you get time. to
2: the end of Rocky Four. Rocky beats Drago, and he makes a speech to the Russians at the height of the Cold War. And he says, you know, if we could get together here, and we could be together in this ring, then maybe our countries can get together and make things all right. And that's kind of how I feel about Wind Dancer and uh, Disney.
1: I couldn't have said it better myself. And you
2: didn't, so it's good, but it's good that yep. I did it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really good, really good. Any anything else about this article? I mean, you know, it's, I liked it. I weird. enjoyed
2: reading it. I was happy to stumble upon it. We'll share it on social media, and uh, you know, just uh, I'm happy for the Karn man. You know what? Good things happen to good people, and uh, this is a good thing for a good man. uh, thank, uh dear friend of the pod, Richard Card.
1: Dear friend of the pod, future Great Lakes loon. Oh, we're saying, I'm talking about
2: that when it, when it comes to Twitter. So
1: okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about story number 2 on the docket and that is you have a strange story about that Wilson that's in your improv. Uh, yeah, this will be short. Sure. Company. Um, okay, go ahead. So
2: basically I uh, posted a picture on Twitter. I don't know. Time is a flat circle lately. I don't know. It could have been last week. It could have been a month ago. I don't know. But there's a there's what I thought was a Wilson-like figure creeping over the uh, improv stage. It, you saw it, correct?
1: I saw Didn't it. You yeah, think it and it was like Wilson You know, I wouldn't have thought it initially, but when you said it,
2: it was a dead ringer. Okay. Well, I thought I assumed it was. Turns out it's not Wilson. Turns out it's a. This is kind of these kind of stories are up my alley. It's a set designer uh, that used to work at the Comedy Sports Milwaukee, died on stage, haunts the place.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: I, I tell you what. I not, now I'm spooked. I'm spooked to go back. I gotta go back to him. I'm spooked, and I think I made him mad because I said he was. I said he was uh, Earl Hindeman, which is the <laughs> ultimate disrespect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you're in trouble, because I don't think you're going to be able to make any jokes tonight. I know. I'm gonna,
2: every time I try to make a joke, I'm going to see a ghost in the background, and it's going to spook me. I'll, I'll uh, Just
1: watch out for those uh, lights falling down or something I like know, that. I you know. If, be careful. I
2: hope that when I walk into the theater tonight, I hope that there's not a weird man in the corner that says, hey, kid, break a leg, and then he just disappears oh. into
1: thin air. <laughs> That would be bad. What if he's like a ghost that just kind of likes laughs, so he loosens up like the floorboards so that when you step on one, it smacks you in the face with the other oh, end or something that like that? That
2: would be devious. Sounds like you've watched your fair share of like Toon Disney.
1: <laughs> well, I, I wish like I knew the guy's Toon name. Disney. I forgot.
2: I'll find out. But, uh, yeah, you know, I just wanted to. I, I, somewhat related to the podcast, so I figured I'd get it out there. I don't have anywhere else to tell these stories, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so might as well yeah. tell a few strangers and me. Yeah, that's that's right. great. Uh, other that's other great. than that,
2: Jordan, that's, that's all I got, so I'm ready to get in the episode. If
1: all right, right, me you too. Are. I'm always ready to talk about home improvement, and this one in particular is episode 123 for us, Mr. Wilson's Opus, written by Bruce Ferber, who lasted Eye on Tim, where... Tim, uh, almost goes overboard on that reporter, and this one aired April 30th, 1996. Wasn't the last episode April 2nd, so there was a little bit of a break here? It's an interesting
2: thought, um... Yeah, well, I guess this one must have taken a long time to get together. I mean, those sets. Tim had to build all those sets.
1: Oh, that's what it yeah. was. I thought they were just lingering for a long time after that cancer scare. <laughs> You're probably right. It's pro- they're probably... They're probably as- They're trying to play it up for as much as... They could. Uh, the title reference, Mr. Holland's Opus. Uh, I've never it with seen it. saw my grandma but...
2: and my sister in the movie theater in 1995. I was five years old, and I thought it was the most boring thing I had ever witnessed. <laughs> it was
0: <laughs> awful. <laughs> it's,
1: it's a good title, though, I think. I
2: love my grandma. May she rest in peace. But, man, she any other movie would have been better. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, I can't
1: imagine taking a five-year-old to Yeah, movie it was awful. Like
2: yeah. Hmm. But, uh, hmm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, Probably
1: an okay movie. I don't remember. All right. Well, that's kind of like the same thing that people say about alternative titles. Probably okay, but, you know, I don't remember. I blocked them out. So we should give four more this week. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, just from, you know, alternative titles is is something that you, uh, you know, you might be able to get elsewhere, but just remember where it came from. And that's Home and Podcast, the original, (laughs) the originator of the alternative title. Uh, So let's just always keep that in mind. (sighs)
1: <sighs> Poignant as always, Adam. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, how many do you have yep. this alright? I have four this week, so you
2: know what? I wanted it to be easy because uh Shakespeare should be there should be so many things to pull from there, but it wasn't.
1: Yeah, it wasn't great. But here we are. I can start I can lead off for the for once. For once why don't you lead off? Alright. Set down, Wilson. Good one. Um
2: here's mine which side are you on
1: hmm the play wrong
2: (laughs) (laughs) one direction
0: okay
2: (laughs) he's a director one director yeah yeah yeah. it's a band Uh, yeah i know the band all right well if you don't like that one you're not gonna like what follows
1: (laughs) all right well get ready for this one The Capulets and Jill's paper is due.
2: Oh, boo. (laughs) I tried so hard to make something happen with the Capulets and the Monocues, but I could not. Wait, and then you boo mine? Well, yeah, it's bad. That's why I didn't, you know, why why try it? You can't do anything. Um, Two star-crossed neighbors.
1: That's a good one. Now is the director of our discontent.
0: That's awful. In <laughs> the winter?
2: <laughs> it's not even Romeo and Juliet.
1: It's a Shakespeare. I know. Yeah, I know. Good gracious. All uh,
2: right, last one. And you, you're going to... All my talking is going to be... Un-
1: unusually unkind this well, week for Adam. Well, this one. Romeo and Juliet. All right. Maybe you should go elsewhere for your alternative titles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no nah, you gotta stick with the originators you know anybody can copy somebody but eh, you know we're the genuine article
1: yeah we've never copied anything ever <laughs> alright let's open home improvement it's siding week we're working on aluminum siding and we get a lot of Al jokes here aluminum siding I don't remember what all the rest of them are I spotted the but... logo
2: for the first time in a while uh, clapping yeah he's clapping studio audience having a good time Love siding turns out big siding guy
1: big siding guy. I don't know why exactly. He just hates like those houses with stucco on the outside. I think we all do. Most people do. Most people. And, and the logo's no different. Cutting, uh, they're doing cutting, siding to go along with the fixtures. They're demonstrating nailing it on to the side of the house. And Tim says, watch out, you might hit an electrical line. And boy, does he. And it short circuits Al. Mm-hmm. Al flies to the wall yeah. and it Spins, you know, they've used that spinning contraption on the walls left and right mm-hmm. quite a few times. Yeah. And when he comes back, he's got you know black all over his face, his hair is out of control. I think he's also well. Like, there's some electric yeah, shots coming it's, out of him the, as well. Uh, the
2: PowerPoint graphics they use on Home <laughs> Improvement.
1: <laughs> he's not dead though. He's alive. Oh man,
2: yeah. There's a lot of. And I should say, Jordan, great job with that opening scene. Um, there's a lot of like Al-based humor, and the one that I didn't get, uh, Tim says that if you don't stop, you're gonna be in, you're gonna be working in Altoona. Did you know what that meant? I looked it up.
1: No, I didn't. I just kind of went past it. Yeah, so. tell me what it means. Uh, it's a
2: town. It's in Wisconsin. It's like a northern Wisconsin town. I guess that he was gonna transfer him there. That's the best I could get. I, I didn't. I didn't get it.
1: That's a very strange but reference. People on it it's, like they knew, like it was a, uh, you know, like
2: a, It's not like
1: it's not like a Timbuktu joke where everyone gets it. Yeah,
2: people laugh like this is like we're quoting Gone with the Wind or something, or it's like something that is very grounded in the consciousness. And you know, I, I'm a Wisconsin resident. I didn't know what Altoona
1: was. Mm.
0: Altona,
1: I barely <laughs> know it. <laughs> That's a better joke, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is on that level. Uh, do you, what do you What do you think the uh, the, the effect? Uh, did you like it? i w- you know did you laugh <laughs> did you get your yucks
1: <laughs> i did not get my yucks i for a while i wondered did they do that thing where it goes from a person to like a dummy mm-hmm. uh and i don't i don't know if they did here i think they just might have sped up like the camera footage to make it look like he shot that way you know what i mean
2: i think he's on like a track or something
1: Okay, that's, that's my track.
2: guess. Yeah, it's like he's on some kind of a some kind of a track, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it's an opening scene for uh, for this show, so we'll <laughs> take it. We'll take it for face value.
1: So, so we'll take it for face value, and we'll talk about it. That's We're going home, Jordan,
2: and. Boy, Mark's looking old all of a sudden. He's
1: really he's really grown up. Well, the thing is, when you only see him for about three <laughs> seconds every episode, <laughs> episodes. it just seems like he's growing up faster than he is. He's, he's grown like a weed. He must be doing a lot of flying lessons or something.
2: <laughs> You're right, yeah. I forgot about that. I don't know why. That episode isn't very good, but it really makes me laugh. When just the picture of him flying the plane. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: All right. that's into your brain
2: Tim, we find out that uh, this is building on a previous episode where Randy uh, he uh, tried out for Romeo he was cast uh, it turns out Tim is building the set for the play which I thought was a really nice gesture what a nice nice way of Tim to you know offer his services to the school
1: nice guy yeah I'm surprised they accepted knowing him but Not they a do all of
2: their offers um, I guess
1: Jill is procrastinating writing
2: a paper which is <laughs> her subplot this episode but, <laughs> the best but you know
1: (laughs) she doesn't leave the house except until the very
2: end of the episode i found it relatable i guess um all right so the randy comes home uh the drama teacher went into labor so there's no more play
1: uh yeah they didn't see this one coming yeah you're right that doesn't sneak doesn't sneak
2: up on you you know for about eight or nine months before is you know at least that's been my understanding of the whole thing (laughs)
1: that's that's correct so yeah she was eight months pregnant came a little bit early she's out and they have no one to replace her so plays off it's it's bad news jill
2: offers to direct randy of course does not want to go down that road because he remembers what happened a few episodes ago tim offers to direct and i was thinking i would have liked to have seen that that would have been a a nice would have been pretty funny yeah uh ultimately jill suggests wilson randy he's unsure of it but uh he, it's either tim or wilson yeah it's either so. tim or wilson so he knows he really doesn't have a choice and yeah so we had uh, we head to the side yard jordan
1: we do and we're not going to play a clip here because we'll be at the side yard later Yeah. but randy rushes outside wilson is walking around on hot coals he's practicing for a grecian fire festival uh there's no, a really he, bad
2: no fire festival like the music festival not everybody... quite that <laughs> no he's going. You he wanted to see ja rule down in uh, the bahamas
1: Murdering, uh, <laughs> so Vidi Vidi Vici. There's a really bad joke here that Randy has to utter, uh, where he says, "It sounds like it's gonna be hot." Yeah, really yeah. good. Sounds like a hot re-
2: time or something.
1: Oh man! I
2: know,
1: All a right. Kid. What are you gonna do? Yep. So Randy thinks, you know, he's kind of bummed. We well. I don't even know if he's bummed. He doesn't act too bummed, but he says, "Too bad. You're busy. We'd like you to direct the school play. Uh, it's been a dream of Wilson's." To direct I'm surprised a play. he hasn't already
2: done it. He's done everything else.
1: I know. How is this the one thing that slipped through the cracks? I feel like I, I could know. direct
2: a high school Romeo and Juliet play, and you know, I'm not nearly the man Wilson
1: is. Neither it of sounds, us are. It sounds like a tra- challenge to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you got a all local you, high
2: school all there. new high schools out there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure they're all listening. All right. Um, I yeah, think so, it's sorry he's, to derail. Um, no 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 he he Wilson says you know he'd like to do it, but how do you know that the school would approve And Randy says you meet the two things of criteria you're available and not pregnant. Bam. Yeah.
2: And
1: Randy in he at the
2: end of the scene reveals that the main reason he wants to play to go on is because he wants to kiss Sharon Lebowitz. Ooh,
1: baby Sharon Sharon uh, so does this mean Wilson's canceling his trip does he get a refund for his ticket? There's a lot of questions I have here and I'll tell
2: you I can answer one. Is he canceling his trip? Yes. Does he get a refund for his ticket? Uh, If he got the tickets insured, which Mm. no one ever does. (laughs) Not very often. Because it costs more money. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was was struck by Randy kind of taking it upon himself to find a new
1: uh, director for the play. Like, is that his responsibility?
2: Does the school have have anything to say about this? It
1: seems like the school maybe put the call out. They're like, if you know anyone who would be interested, because they already went to these other teachers who are too busy.
2: Randy seems to be throughout the episode the de facto, uh, like everybody kind of, yeah, like everybody kind of <laughs> blames him when things go wrong. and you know, He's the to, lead. He's he, Romeo. He's the lead. I guess there comes to, comes with a certain amount of responsibility. Uh, who walked across Cole better? Wilson or Pam Beasley? In the Pam office? Beasley. All right. Hey, no, no. I mean, she only did it once and Wilson did it like four times, but. True, but she didn't run to the water right away. That's true. All right. Next scene. Um. Brandy's at school. He's chilling with his with his with his pals, with his friends. He saved the day. <clears throat> He's a hero. Uh, he likes to get hugs from Sharon Leibowitz. I might, I might. Have she to likes to give you. them. I might have to let you. It's a, interesting. Um,
1: <laughs> I like how that's your description. It's interesting. It's
2: interesting. Uh, I have a bio. Sharon is played by Laura Bell Bundy. Jordan. Sure. She has some credits to her name, and I will tell you how many. <laughs>
1: uh in just
2: but a moment uh i can tell you she was born april 10th in lexington kentucky in the year 1981 surprise
1: surprise i would have never guessed a lexington girl
2: (laughs) i know i know i thought she screamed lexington 52 credits to her name jordan uh she was in jumanji the same year as young sarah i love jumanji
1: that's a good movie
2: she also a long time she also was in the movie dream girls uh she did legally blonde the musical uh recently this year she was in american gods the tv show aj and the queen um you know what else she's in an episode of fuller house scream queens she's still very much acting jordan so that's anger management the tv show with charlie sheen i know you like that one she played sounds
1: really good
2: dr jordan denby so she was a doctor good good on her um but yeah i don't know you don't often see these uh these youngins, uh, the kids in the show, uh, go on to have fruitful careers. So good on Laura Bell Bundy.
1: Well, we're gonna see two in this episode. Well, he didn't go on. To have,
2: the other guy didn't go on to have a very fruitful career, but uh, I like well, him.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. But we'll, uh, we'll wait for a minute for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they exchange hugs. Uh, Wilson comes in, and you're wondering how is Wilson gonna be in this episode? What is he gonna hide behind? Well, it's a giant stack of Shakespearean books. The crowd loves it. Uh, I don't know who the guy is walking him into the room, but he makes a weird joke about, like, keeping the kids riveted or glued or something to the seats. Yeah, Wilson- I actually
2: thought that was kind of funny. I I, I think he's, like, uh, an assistant principal or something.
1: Okay. What what was funny about that to you? You just, like...
2: Because it's, know. like... Because, like, I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, it just, it just me, was right. It just me try to, was the okay, great let me try timing. To explain it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, because it's a, it shows a cynicism that uh, I think some people in education actually have. Uh, perhaps teachers that have been at it too long, where he doesn't care. Because Wilson's like, I'm going to try to keep them entertained. And the guy's like, I don't care if they're entertained or not. Just keep them in their seats. Uh, mm. You know, just all about passing time. And that's, uh, that's real life stuff, Jordan.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, none of them have seats because they're on a stage. Well, it's a metaphorical seat, Uh, aren't they? (laughs) Get with the program. (laughs) Wilson starts the rehearsal. Sharon says a line that he calls her, I mean, he says, like, scene whatever, act whatever. Mm -hmm. And she says the line, and she's very shocked that she remembered. That's the accomplishment for her. But Wilson says, no, 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 no. You have to know what the line is about. What are you actually saying so that you could connect with it emotionally? And Wilson wants to do this by going back to the very beginning, not of the play, but to Shakespeare's life, mm-hmm. which gets a groan from the kids. They do not want a history lesson here. And Randy tries to, again, take take this on his back and says, oh, don't worry, guys, I'll, I'll take care of this. Tries to speed things along a little bit. And Wilson, you know, surprisingly kind of gets the picture right away and he moves on from the history lesson to something else, which is acting exercises to get them loose, loosened up. And yeah. so this is kind of a, a little funny thing where they're, you know, he's having them jump on their toes and have their arms failing and they m- like move to Randy mm-hmm. and he's not really into it at all. And he, then he asks them to be a vegetable mm-hmm. and pretend, you know, what vegetable would you be? Radishes, turnips, Adam, what vegetable would you be? Um Or is yeah. this your qu- is this your question of the week?
2: It's not. What vegetable
1: oh. would I be? Oh jeez
2: man. Um <laughs> Putting you on the spot. I don't know, Banana? Because 'cause I'm tall and flexible. <laughs> is that is that a vegetable? <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> shit <laughs> <What is it?
0: laughs> Oh man.
2: I was uh fruits and vegetables. Is, you know Banana is not a vegetable, Jordan. What vegetable would I be? Well give me a stock of celery. It's tall. Right. it's tall, it's tall. Go right. ahead and edit out that banana. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so, man. Yeah, man, you better. <laughs> I swear I'm not a moron. Uh, well, I'll, you tell, really you what, come I'll to... tell you what, I was already thinking, here's what happened. I was thinking about what I was going to say next, and uh,
1: <laughs> the question caught me off guard. What would you, <laughs> you... be, Jordan? I'd be a sweet potato. Why I don't that? really have any reasons for that. Mm, per- I guess because I'm lumpy. <clears throat> An orange. You know? <laughs> a little bit
3: orange. Yeah, I
2: think we can just take all that out. Uh, if I were to be a fruit, I would be a, a banana. A banana. Absolutely. So when you ask that. Um, yeah, you, you finish up the scene and then I'll jump in. I'm, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm, 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 I'm off my game. A bit frazzled kind of right razzled, now. yeah. All right. <laughs> a
1: <banana. laughs> what a moron. Sharon uh, quickly is turning on Randy here because... You know, not only are they doing history lessons and weird acting exercises and pretending to be vegetables, but things are just not going as she wants. She just wanted to have fun and be Julia. Sharon
2: is a pain. Uh, everybody turns on Randy really quickly.
1: It's like, thanks a lot, Randy. It's like, screw off. Like, <laughs> what do you want? I don't. Know. How-, how long do you think Sharon would have came up that like been thinking about that line? I wanted to be in a play, not in a salad. Oh yeah, that was bad.
2: Um, I think she's. <laughs> I mean, I I think she had thought of it like years before, and she's like,
1: I gotta find the perfect situation to use this, and finally, it came. If anything, she should be happy that she it finally came. Yeah, but um, you know, basically, it ends. The scene ends with Randy not getting a hug. Wilson's next direction is give someone next to you a big hug. Yeah. Randy gets a bear hug from a different boy, a boy I think named Todd in IMDb, but we don't actually get it in the episode.
2: Uh, well, I'll tell you, he's one of the most recognizable.
1: Heck Kid, yeah. Kids
2: in the '90s, Patrick Rena, fifty credits to his name. Best known for *The Sandlot*, *Hamilton* Porter, yeah. uh, also in *Son in Law*. Recently, he was in the last season of *Glow*, which is a show on Netflix I really like. But uh, I like uh, *Big Green*. That's a that's a '90s movie I've watched a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shows up in *Boy Meets World*. Yeah, X-Files, he's, yeah, he is, him and the kid from uh, The Mighty Ducks um, are like... Goldberg? Goldberg, yeah, those are like the 90s kids. It's uh, weird that he's just, I mean, must be there just wasn't a lot going on, but he just pops up in this Home Improvement episode for like two lines, but... Well, and the funny. same thing
1: for Boy Meets World, there's just one one episode for yeah, him. it's weird. Just kind of in between movies. So you were saying he doesn't have quite the career that... Uh... Sharon Liebowitz, I forget her real name. I um, uh,
2: forgot myself. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Judy, maybe? Yeah. Something. Jordan, Judy? I she's know. from Lexington, though. I'll never forget <laughs> That's that. That's right. That's one thing I'll remember to my grave. Uh, maybe maybe he's hampered by his 90s popularity. 100%.
2: Yeah. 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 He's also one of those guys that, like, his face looks the exact same now as it yeah. did when he was nine, which, I don't know, probably, isn't the, probably isn't the greatest thing. Uh, I mean, I'm glad I don't look the same, but, uh, what I was going to say is and why I butchered the, the fruit question is, uh, at this point in the episode, I'm kind of on Wilson's side. Like he's not asking these kids to do any, like do anything that absurd. It, you know, he's, he's giving them a little bit of context and he's having them do acting exercises. Like what's the big deal? I, I feel no sympathy for them.
1: I can't say that I've ever been like in anything drama related like this, but I would imagine that there's some part of like researching like the history of you know the person who wrote all the plays or whatever
2: you don't just start rehearsing the play right away it's not just all (laughs) rehearsed like all right here's your lines let's go through them every day for five months like it's not how it works
1: well it is on home improvement yeah so
2: i don't know i uh kids those days they just didn't get it they're complaining uh was met with deaf ears all right next scene um Jill is still procrastinating Jordan she just does not want to write that freaking paper um, Brad Brad says, uh, Brad says he's going to the mall Jill says I'll drive you he says no finish your homework real paradox
1: real you know the rules you
2: know the rules
1: this is one of the very first of the ultimate subversions that are happening in this episode
2: oh this is a, a night of sub, a night of subversions really <laughs> that's what should have been the a night of alternative title.
1: <laughs>
0: Uh,
2: I thought of another alternative title. Sharon is Karen.
1: <laughs> Karen. Alright, I like the other one better, but yeah, fine. Okay, sure. Uh, Maybe Tim, we shouldn't be thinking of alternative titles as we talk about the episode. I don't care.
2: I'll, I, I mean, I think carte blanche as far as I'm concerned. Reclaim, reclaim these alternative titles. I'm, I'm taking back the titles. Tim yeah. comes home, and um, Randy comes home. Around the same time, Randy is uh, complaining about what Wilson put them through. It was just awful, uh, so embarrassing, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. He wants to quit. Uh, they say that he can't. That's right.
1: That's he's the stuck. Scene.
2: That's the scene, Jordan.
1: Then we go back to the set. There is rehearsal again until Wilson stops them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's impressed with Sharon's performance, and also we get the set now that they're rehearsing on, which looks pretty impressive. If it's we're good. You know, Tim sometimes... Oh, sometime... man,
2: I, forgot, I forgot an alternative title that I actually had. Oh. Oh, go ahead. A Suburban Shakespeare. All right. Yeah, for what it's worth. Because the set yeah. is... The, there's a lot of jokes yeah. about it being suburban. but okay. Yeah,
1: not bad. Not bad. So, yeah, I mean, for all the times that Tim is inept, you know, he's, he's doing a good job here. Well, wait till the end. Yeah, he has to undermine that. But the performances are much better, as I said. Randy got in touch with his inner radish. Um, and then they go home... Uh, or this is the end. Like, they're going to stop mm-hmm. rehearsing. And Wilson says, go home. Tomorrow I want you to bring in a kitchen utensil that personifies your character. So they're, they're still dealing with the things that they don't really like about Wilson. This is also right when we get the uh, Romeo and Julia child joke right here Yeah, that Randy makes, which is just... Come on, guys. We know we know that Randy has no idea who Julia Child is. So
2: I only know who Julia Child is because of the Meryl Street movie, and that's that was like 2010. So yeah, there's there's no way he, these kids don't know Julia Childs. Uh, Jordan, if you're gonna ask me what uh, utensil, I'm gonna ask you. utensil I would be, I would choose a couch. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. Um, I I like it. The scene continues. I like it when Tim comes out and he says. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, I That's, did like that, that too. That was like my favorite part of the episode. I don't know, like I don't know what happened or why I said <laughs> that it. That has way, to be an improv but line. That right was there.
1: really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so you just assume that Dave and Tim got into a fight <laughs> in the <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave. I love that. That
2: was that was probably one of the funniest lines we've had. Uh, I don't know, maybe this season. I thought
1: it was really funny. Yeah, that's got to be that's gotta be a it's Tim Allen improv line. But yeah, I didn't catch that the first time around, but the second time I, I just laughed and laughed. So. Yep, good catch there. Uh, the kids are leaving, and Tim comes on, as you said, and makes that line. Wilson says, you know what? After all, I think the set is all wrong. It's way too modern. Wilson starts to get even more controlling here, and this time with Tim, someone who's going to push back. And an argument ensues, and they go back and forth, and Tim ends up quitting... Wilson's response is, you'll never work in this town again, which was also a, a pretty funny line to me. Yeah. yeah. So things have really uh, hit the fan here. And we had home
2: in Wilson's houses for sale. Uh, no. Uh, Homestead. Jill finishes her paper at the computer and does a, a nice little dance. Uh, Pran- a prance of sorts, really. A prance dance. Uh, Brad walks in. He don't know what to think of it. Moms are weird. <laughs> he, catch, he catches
1: her in the act and... Yeah. He he lets her he lets her off the hook pretty easy because he needs help on his own paper you know.
2: Tim walks in he explains the situation with Wilson how frustrated he is he says yeah well I quit so uh, Jill says that you know that's not setting a very good example for our son whom we just said couldn't quit. Uh, but Tim you know he thinks of himself as, self as kind of an artiste in this episode he says it a few times and I saw the set and I gotta agree with him it, uh you know maybe it's maybe that's deserved. Um, there's some talk about how Tim will break it to Randy, but Randy immediately walks in and says, "Hey, Dad, heard you quit." Um, easier than he thought. Yeah, he said easier, which is funny. And uh, Randy, he just doesn't—he doesn't think it's fair that Tim gets to quit and, and he doesn't.
1: But you know, adults can do things that they can't, such as vote and drive cars and quit. Yeah, it's
2: funny. Good line.
1: Yeah, it is a good line. And then uh, Tim's like, "You know what? On second thought, I—I I think you guys should be able to vote." Yeah, that's funny. something like that. But yeah, there's a, you know, this this conversation with Randy does not really have much of a positive effect. Um, and so he runs off and Jill says, it's time for you to fix the situation, Tim. And points outside, I don't know if he's going to be sleeping outside or if he has to talk to Wilson.
2: He has to talk to Wilson. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll answer that one. And I, I think it's time, uh, you know, Tim heads outside and, and it, it is time to play that clip. You
3: out here, Wilson? Yes, I am, Tim, but I am kind of busy. Thanks to you, I'm not only the play's director, I'm also the set designer, along with many other jobs too numerous to mention. I think we should talk about what happened with you and me today. Oh, that's all right, neighbor. It was just that our visions clashed. Happens all the time in the theater. Happened with a costumer. (laughs) You know, it's not easy firing an eighth grader. You fired little Susie Harris? (laughs) Well, Tim, I had to. A Montague would never wear this to a Capulet's ball. Wilson, don't you see what's happening here? You're driving everybody crazy. I am. I can't believe I'm even saying this, but you're taking all the fun out of Shakespeare. (laughs) (laughs) But, Tim, my only aim was to put on a quality production. I know that, and... and... (laughs) But there might not be a production at all. A lot of kids are thinking of quitting. They are. Yeah, Juliet, Romeo, Cappuccino, Montezuma,
0: everything.
3: Well, I have no idea. You're obsessed with this thing. You gotta lighten up a little bit. Oh, Tim, I'm not sure I can do that. Why not? Because when I take on a task, it's always my nature to strive for authenticity and perfection. (laughs) You know, this brings to mind another great 20th century thinker. Einstein me when i first started doing tool time i was so obsessed with every spec and detail of every tool that people got fed up with me so what did you do well, i hired al to be the boring one <laughs> which worked out very well i realized i had a higher purpose to make tool usage more accessible to the common man so you're saying i should make shakespeare more accessible to the students if you blow it with these kids they might learn to hate the theater And'd be a whole new generation of people like me
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, well I don't want that
1: outside, as you heard, Wilson is working on a new set design. He's kind of fired everyone, so he fired the eighth grader who was doing the costumes. He fired the set- well, Tim quit, but same thing yeah he's he's exasperated at all the new work he has to do. Mm-hmm. um Tim comes out and I mean. The ultimate subversion. It's 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 everything that you were hoping for, Adam, yeah. I know. It's what I live and for. It's what you live for. And he says, you know, you're taking all the fun out of Shakespeare. And then he also has, like, a relevant example to give to him, which is yes. wild. He says, the kids are going to quit. You need to lighten up. And he says, you know, I had this same problem when I first started Tool Time. And I realized after bringing Al on the show that I was there to make tools more accessible to everyone. And you need to make Shakespeare more accessible to the kids or they may grow up to hate it. So, really good message uh, message from Tim here. And it's effective. It's a very good message. Message! So, Brett, I've got a message for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the pen is mightier than the short. <laughs> it's a good scene. Uh, Jordan, we're back at school. Uh, and... <laughs> I told you I was going to have problems with these notes, and I'll, and I'll be darned you. if I didn't. I knew I was going to have problems with these
0: notes.
2: Poor note-taking by me. Uh, there's a coup uh, going on against uh, Wilson. The I wrote are, the same thing! The kids are planning on getting him out somehow, uh, whether he likes it or not. But Wilson promptly comes in. We haven't mentioned this throughout the episode, but there are clever ways... I guess you did mention the books, but there are clever ways of shielding his face throughout, which the audience likes, and, and, I, and I like, too. Um... Wilson, you know, relays to Randy that Tim uh, gave him some advice and he says it in a highfalutin kind of way uh, to which Randy says, my dad says that. And Wilson says, no, he, he said I was a jackass. And I'm thinking, <laughs> Wilson, you're not going to be able to direct another play if you talk like that in front of those kids.
1: <laughs> well, you know, this, the, all of, this is what turns him into a very likable figure. That's true. In their kids eyes. love it when you
2: swear in front of them. Um, That's right. Take a note of that, Jordan, for your future. <laughs> Raising her kids. Uh, they jump right into rehearsal, and uh, the kids are happy. Sharon has to hug Randy again, uh, but I, I think uh, uh, Hamilton Porter wants a hug, but Randy says no.
1: Yeah, that's too bad.
2: I'd hug that. I'd hug him. I'm sure. He's probably a good hugger. He seemed like a good hugger. Hugging Ham Tuesdays on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a terrible show. All right. <laughs> sounds like something Joe Buck would announce <laughs> during the World Series. <laughs> Well, I got a good
1: one for you this year. Uh, Isn't that funny? Four, uh, I, I always like that they have to like introduce these shows that they, there's no way they've the ever Orville, watched. Orville,
2: Seth MacFarlane's <laughs> in space, coming Wednesdays <laughs> at 9 p.m. on Fox. Uh, Hugging Ham, he's a kid who likes hugs, coming right after game three, Wednesdays on Fox.
1: And then Troy Aikman, or whoever's with him, says,
2: so, <laughs> so like, You know, I watched that with my son. It was pretty funny. Tim McCarver's like, Ham? I'd like a ham right now. <laughs> All right, final scene. Jordan, bring it home for
1: us. On the set, later. It's playtime. <coughs> <laughs> playtime it is all right there's a fencing scene between randy romeo and ham todd whatever his name is Mm -hmm. and you know there brad says you know do do you think randy can take him because ham's got a little bit a little bit of size on randy as does pretty much everyone everywhere at all times i mean
2: we should sharon libowitz is like a foot taller than jtt yep
1: yep 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 so uh, he does take him, he stabs him, and uh, Romeo moves over, and up pops Juliet. So there's like a, um, uh, some kind of, oh, what's the word? Hydraulics? Hydraulics, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. That's been built in by Tim here, and she pops up. Uh, he's, he's trying to make like an analogy or yeah. something. He's, he says there's symbolism here, the crypt rising. He's not wrong. <laughs> nope. Not Tim's wrong. G- Tim's just on fire this episode, yeah, really. Yeah, And then uh, things go wrong here. We mentioned this earlier. Uh, it continues to rise. And Randy and Sharon move all the way to the ceiling. And from all that I can figure out, they go all the way up through the catwalk and through the roof, and they both die. Thought, just like in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, in outer space, I,
2: I think, is where they... It's like the end of Gravity, which is a movie maybe you haven't seen, but they're just kind of floating out in space. Well,
1: you know, in space, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> right.
2: So I think... That's the tagline of Jason X, uh, which (laughs) is a good one. I was hoping they were going to do something with the Juliet balcony. I don't know. I was a little disappointed. I, I thought... Well, I thought they were was, on there earlier. I know. I wanted them to do... I wanted the final scene to involve that somehow. I was a little disappointed, but...
1: Well, uh, good thing, because there's outtakes here, and they do. Oh, I didn't see it. What happens? No, they don't,
2: but... Not funny. Don't <laughs> tease me with outtakes.
1: <laughs> there are outtakes, and it's basically the same. Oh, scene Wilson where,
2: flubs his line, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: Tim and Wilson are arguing, so... There you are. That is episode 123. The Capulets and Jill's paper is due. (laughs) It's growing on me. Uh, Jordan, a nickel for your thoughts. Uh, It's a a good episode. Uh, We get some things that we haven't seen in a while. Wilson is kind of... Like the kids. (laughs) Like the kids. They're existing and alive. And, uh, you know, Randy gets a a pretty prominent role here. A couple back-to-back episodes. They're really leaning on Randy Heavy this season wonder why yeah i can't imagine why uh we get to see brad's hair again too which is great but um you know jill doesn't have a lot to do which is definitely a low but they do have a lot going on in the episode otherwise uh with the sets and wilson and all this kind of stuff and i I like to see wilson more involved and even you know he's he's human he makes mistakes and then i really like to see tim coming and and rectifying the situation with wilson giving good advice and yeah, it's just an engaging episode to me. There's some good stuff going on. Um, didn't mind watching it twice. So that's my thoughts. What are your thoughts, Jordan? I like
2: this one. Um, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good the first time, but then I went, the second time, it really grew on me. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of new ways to say the same old things. Um, it is a good showcase for uh, JTT uh i like bringing wilson out of his uh typical uh side yard environment putting him in the school i like episodes that kind of focus on wilson because we get so few of those um so that was nice tim is really really funny in this one a lot of good lines uh like the the thank you dave line um and it's good to see the and i I even think the final kind of uh guffaw by tim is uh is, is pretty well done so yeah i won't go on too long but all in all i liked it it's it's funny and uh pretty well done lows um you know the jill sub subplot doesn't give her a lot to do but i guess if you're gonna focus on wilson uh then there's just less screen time so no, it's not a it's not a big uh a big issue in this episode but that's just one thing that stands out
1: well there you go another one that we enjoyed i would i mean i venture to guess that this is probably our best season
2: yeah, so it has to be. I, and I, it's, it's hard because I don't remember so much of the early season, but uh, not a lot of misses as far as I can tell. In, in, in a couple of weeks or maybe month or so, we'll be doing our season in summation, and I'll be curious to see what uh, top three and bottom three are because I think it's going to be a tight race.
1: It is going to be tight race. And uh, right now we're going to move over to Sean's social media corner where you can reach out to us on thehomeandpodcast.com. Go to facebook.com slash homeandpodcast or reach out on Twitter at homeandpodcast. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month and get access to what Adam is calling Home and Podcast After Dark, which has a jazzy new jingle. Oh, man, it's good. It's so good. Uh, I guess it's not jazzy, but it is... No, it's very uh,
2: not jazzy, thanks to your (laughs) inclusion.
1: (laughs) But it's better. And, uh, yeah, we have lots of stuff over there. Stickers, you get to choose our bonus episodes, all that kind of good stuff, uh, behind-the-scenes content. And we're just, you know, there's new graphics on there, a a new write-up. Adam has really, I gotta say, he's really just been dedicated to upgrading... All of our all of our stuff, including Patreon. Hey, so yeah, so nice. that that's good and uh, go to patreon.com/ home podcast. and Adam. Yeah. let's talk Twitter. Let's talk Twitter. Uh, Jordan. <clears throat> Twitter.
2: Lots to go through. Unfortunately, none of those things are a poll. Uh, technical difficulties last week. Some people couldn't see the poll. Some people could uh, and then it disappeared. So um, <laughs> gone but not forgotten last week's poll. Sorry, everybody. I don't know. I don't even do you... remember. I, I, I know I had 16 votes last I saw, but I don't even remember what the question was. To poll so. or not to poll? Oh, I know what it was. It was do you like Brad's haircut? Uh, oh. No, that wasn't it. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, the poll's gone. So, in any case, <laughs> uh, back to Twitter. Lots to talk about Jordan. Chief among them, um, Home Improvement Night, Saturday, June 15th, uh, Great Lakes Loons uh, in Midland. Richard Karn's coming. And uh, Oh, man. I don't want to dangle too much, but uh, home and podcast may or may not be uh, in tow. So yeah, more, we've
1: more to come. I mean, I mean, you might as well just say we've been we've been invited as honored guests.
2: We've been invited as honored guests to uh, to this uh, this uh, this prestigious evening. Um, so you know, some people come for the card, man. Most people come for us. Um, but no, I'm hoping to uh, make it up there and uh, yeah, be able to get some good content out of it and. Uh, meet the Karn Man, and uh, engage with uh, some fine Home Improvement fans. So uh, more to come on that in, uh, in, the, in the coming months. We may be running some some ads and stuff. So that was pretty exciting, Jordan. It was nice of him to reach out to us, definitely.
1: Yeah, we, uh, uh, we end up in places we don't belong. Let's just say that. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know
2: uh, Or vice versa. Uh, I don't know. People are excited, though. People are very excited about that. A lot of, a lot of our fans re- reached out, and uh, I mean, hopefully somebody can, can, can make it up there. Yeah, um, I mean,
1: if, if you want me to join people, go to patreon.com slash podcasts For sure. Because I've got quite a far way to go, uh, so it's it's not going to be easy. Yeah, it's a, sh-
2: it's a shame living all the way down in sunny Florida. Um,
1: back it's to rotten. Twitter.
2: Uh, <laughs> any horrific haircut stories? Uh, one person reached out. Tom Bauer, at Tom Bauer. I cut my own hair when I was 10. Obviously, it was awful. But what makes it a family story till this day is when my mom asked asked who cut my hair i answered sharon stone <laughs> you lied i don't know i thought that i was gonna work tom uh unless sharon stone was somehow a neighbor or something but uh you know what you, you got caught cutting your hair and uh you know you live to tell the tale so
1: well there you go there was a tail on brad's hair too so different <laughs> yes, kind of tail
2: yes a rat tail uh <laughs> Uh, Brett White did an article on uh, Richard Carnison's pen, friend, on of, the, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, dear friend, close friend, um, nearly brother, really. Uh, that's a good one, and we uh, linked that. Uh, it was Patricia Richardson's birthday, and it was also recently Richard Carnes' birthday. Big month of birthdays. Uh,
1: wow. Did you send him anything?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent him a card with 50 bucks in it. <laughs> it was a check i said don't cash it until the first (laughs) Uh, well you are classy as always other than that uh yeah the patreon has been kind of revamped so if you're interested i think the the patreon stuff is largely met on deaf ears but if you're interested in helping out uh contributing a small amount helps us cover the costs of the show and we give back fun little things in return so uh yeah if you're not sure what patreon is or if you want to do it, uh, the link is uh, pinned to the top of our Twitter. And it's uh, it's, a ni- it's a nice way to help us out if you're interested. So
1: There you are. And we should say, uh, speaking of people helping us out, we did make 35 reviews. Do, on do, do. Pod- yeah, so we finally got there. Just a couple months too late. I think that was our Christmas gift, right? Yeah. Now it's our... Uh, it was on back order. Now it's my birthday gift. There you go. How do you like that? I love it. All right, so that's good. They weren't like written reviews, so we don't have anything to read. But if you haven't reviewed us yet, and you'd like to go to your podcasting app, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever, and leave us a review, write something, and we'll read it on the air, and uh, help us get to forty. Yeah, that's the new goal. Forty is For the ad- new goal. For Adam's new birthday, or for Adam's birthday. new birthday! birthday? Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> technically every birthday is
2: new, so yeah, it'll be a new one for me, and uh, yeah, 40 would be great. That's ambitious, Jordan, but... Uh, well,
1: I like to set our sights high. Yes, you do. I really. just know how many people love this show. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> me too. We have a lot of fans. Yeah, almost, too many in some cases. No. Yeah, we have to turn people away. It is hard to be uh, in our position. Jordan, I have a question for you. You do? Yep. Question I don't want me. to answer it. Yeah, uh, you're gonna have to. Uh, this episode revolves around Romeo and Juliet. So, Jordan, I just want to know what is your relationship with Shakespeare? Uh, mm. Have you read anything? In movies? Uh, cultural references? Uh, what do you like? What do you know? <laughs> where you're, where are you coming in at? And wow. One of those questions has got to hit. <laughs> oh
1: my goodness! It was like a shotgun approach to the question of the week. We'll see, and I think it's gonna work. Yeah, I think it is going to work. I just don't even know how to focus my thoughts. Uh, Why yes. don't you start with where
2: you're coming in at? <laughs> <laughs> work your way backwards.
1: <laughs> Shakespeare, some good stuff. Obviously, uh, it takes a little bit more effort to understand nowadays. But uh, I think we read Romeo and Juliet in school. And I recently read Macbeth for mm-hmm. Halloween.
2: One of my favorites.
1: Yeah. I it's actually scary. I found this book that had... It had like the original text, and then on the page next to it, it had like a paraphrase yeah, in today's. Yeah. So that was helpful. Uh, helped it speed along those the process witches in a little Macbeth are,
2: are, are freaky.
1: They are freaky. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was a good Halloween read, though yeah. it was good. Uh, so yeah, I haven't read maybe as much as I'd like to, but I I always enjoy uh, the stuff that I, I I do read. Obviously, lots of. Uh, Lots of quotes that we know. I mentioned some in some of our alternative titles and whatnot. So uh, I've got no problem with Shakespeare, Billy, Billy Shakespeare. Billy
2: Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. That's what LFO
1: said. Wow. And they weren't wrong, were they? (laughs) They
2: were not wrong. Well, it depends on who you talk to. Some people think that he didn't write any of them. But, uh, you know, best to focus on something else.
1: (laughs) For sure. Are we going to do a bonus episode on Shakespeare? Hmm. That would be interesting.
2: Um... It's your choice this month so if,
1: if that's what you want Is wanted. it? I thought it was the people who donate. I mean, yeah, if they want, but nobody if, if they, Listen. If you donate to us, yeah. And we ask you a question, it would be helpful if you respond. Hey, that's uh yeah, that, that's <laughs> the truth. So. That's the gist of it. Adam, I don't know if I answered one or any of your questions. I'm satisfied. All right. So, tell me your your answers to all those questions.
2: Uh I like Shakespeare. I between undergrad and grad school, I think I took or two, three, I don't know, maybe four courses on it. Um always enjoyed it. Uh it's a it is difficult. It's like a, a labor of love kind of thing. It's not like yeah. uh yeah, you have to put some time into it. But uh the stories are really good. Um I probably prefer the tragedies to the comedies. Um really that's it. just
1: your life in general. It's not true. <laughs> Romeo and
2: Juliet is good, uh, I, but I think uh, Macbeth and Hamlet are, are are two that I like a little bit more. And uh, yeah. as far as comedies go, Twelfth Night is a is a good time, and uh, Taming of the Shrew is is good. And uh, you know, every I like Taming of the Shrew because everybody will tell you that uh, Ten Things I Hate About You is an adaptation, and, <laughs> and they'll think they're smart when they say it. So, oh man! It's like, hey, I've did heard... you know? Did you know that it's a yeah? But. Um, yeah, I like uh I wish I wish I read more, but when you're out of school, um just not the kind of thing you really want to do in your leisure time, or not the kind of thing I make time for, unfortunately. But um yeah, I I, uh, I I think I think highly of the Bard.
1: Yeah. I the going back to the ten things I hate about you, I think I hear that all the time about the Lion King and Hamlet. Too. Yeah. Uh yeah,
2: there's a bunch of them, and then like the twelfth. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. She's the man with Amanda Bynes. That's like heard tw- of it. Twelfth yeah. night. Um, there's a lot of them, but the ten thing, ten things I hate about you. I feel like that was one that I just like everybody like. People used to say so often in an attempt to like try to like. Hey, do you know that it's like everybody knows that? Like it's it's not a very well uh, guarded secret. But yeah. sounds
1: like something that you really took offense to.
2: I just heard. I, I, maybe it's just like an English thing. I don't know. I felt like I heard it so much. Like hey, did you? It's like yeah, I know. I do know that.
1: Back Everyone off! That. Back
2: <laughs> off! Get out of my apartment! What are you doing in my house? <laughs> How'd you get? The door was locked. How'd you get in? Uh,
1: and then it turned into a real tragedy. So. That's right. Jordan, what are we covering next week? Next week we're covering shopping around. Bad title. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. I don't it could be anything. So oh, let's, we'll let's, let's get excited
2: that. for that. Uh, yeah, Jordan, thank you for joining me. Listeners, thank you for listening and I guess I should say take care. Take care everybody.